turn it on. Okay, perfect. We are on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good, isn't he? All the time. We are alive and well and here today. And we will praise him even with stringed instrument. Wasn't that beautiful? Amen. Well, thank you to Pastor Jeff um, for letting me be here again. And any pastor who shares his podium is very generous. And so I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate St. Andrews. Um, I was just thinking, it's been almost 15 years since I've been at St. Andrews. My journey here started in a small women's Sunday afternoon Bible study all the way up in the other wing. And uh, many of you have welcomed me and loved me. And so I leave with great memories and joy. So thank you for, for loving me. So as we switch to the movie, to the, to the sermon today, I was thinking of a movie. I don't know why I always think of. It's either a movie or a song is on my heart. And how many of you have watched the movie yesterday? Anyone? A few of you? Some of you have probably prevented your kids from watching it. Um, it's a movie where the parents decide to give their three kids a yes day, in, in which during 24 hours, um, the kids could make any rules, as long as it wasn't illegal, um, for those 24 hours. They felt like they were always saying no to their kids, and so it began this journey. And um, like you can predict, this became a crazy adventure of a day. I watched it with some friends who have two boys, and um, in halfway through, the father, he's French, and he was like, no, no, yes day, no, yes day in this house. And um, I'm sure some of you parents are already saying, not in my house, um, no, yes day. Um, but what if, just what if we had to give a yes day to God today, this year, and maybe for the rest of our lives? Let's pray. Just take a moment, even as we prepare to hear the word of God, to be silent in God's presence. Let your silent be consent to God's presence in your life this morning. Pray for yourself that you will receive God's gift to you. Pray for me as that I'll trust God as I speak. Now pray that as a community, we would hear and receive God's word to us this morning. So Lord, we say here we are. May your glory be revealed this morning, and may we see it together. Amen. So this morning we're in Genesis 22, um, and there's so many lessons we could learn from this passage. Um, It's a very dramatic story, by the way, if you were paying attention. It's a page-turner, for sure. 
And Abraham had no idea that this big yes that he said way back in Genesis 12 would lead him on this crazy adventure of more yeses and deeper trust. So let's read from the perspective of Genesis, of Genesis 22 from the book of Hebrews, and which people call the Hall of Faith. So it's always look to look ahead and reflect back on what they were saying about this moment in Genesis 22. And I'll read. By faith, Abraham at the time of testing offered Isaac back to God. Acting in faith, he was as ready to return the promised son, his only son, as he had been to receive him. And this after he had already been told, your descendant shall come from Isaac. Abraham figured that if God wanted to, he could raise the dead. In a sense, that's what happened when he received Isaac back, alive from off the altar. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So you're probably wondering if you've looked at your bulletin, he nanny, what does that even mean? And so we're going to do a short Hebrew lesson on just one word, he nanny. Can you say it with me? Pronounce he nanny. So he nanny. So now together, he nanny. Great. So now you learned a new word, he nanny. And uh, it comes from just the words hine and ani, which means here and I. And um, it gets translated in Hebrew as behold me, behold me, look at me, I am here. Um, but in our English Bibles, you would see it as here I am. It's a word rarely used in our English Bibles. Um, uh, it means at your service. I'm very present. I don't know if any of you have went classes where they had to take a roll call and they mention your name and you say present. It, it, it connotes to that being very present. And the term indicates a readiness, an alertness, receptivity and responsiveness um, to instructions according to the Jewish Bible. The interesting thing is that it's a state of readiness and the unique, there's something unique about this word hineni is that it's a complete yes without knowing the full picture. So you say yes, but you don't know what really is happening. And all the instances in which you see hineni, you get to see people say yes without knowing what they were really fully being called to. And we get to see that today in Genesis 22. So if you have your Bibles, your phones, whatever device you use to read scripture, if you want to follow along, I only refer to a couple of um, verses as we go along. Um, but as we begin, we see the word here I am right away, right away in verse 1. Abraham says, here I am. And God just said, Abraham, that's all. He says, here I am. And so it was a yes. Remember, we said, at your service. I am here, ready to do whatever you want. And he had no idea what that Hineni was going to do for him that day. That, yes, and he uses it three times in the passage. Hineni verse 1 and verse 7 and later down in verse 11 when the Lord rescued him. And I call this passage a risky situation because it is risky. Maybe some of you are asking, Man, was God tripping or something like, you know, as I, 
I don't know. You probably flip your Bible and say, he's asking him to kill his son. That was the ask. And this ask was very costly. Sometimes God asks us to do things that make no sense, right? Everyone, has anyone said that kind of yes before? No, just me? Oh, wow. (laughs) That's so nice we say not to kill your children, I mean. I mean, this is more to a yes that makes no sense. I imagine, I just use my imagination to imagine what that walk was like up, up the mountain. So it says, Abraham was with his servants and his son, and he says, I'll leave you guys here, we'll go up. Imagine what every step was like. I wonder what was going on in Abraham's mind, in Isaac's mind. Can you imagine the weighted silence in every step? We do know what was on Isaac's mind because Isaac said, hey, dad, I see everything except the lamb. So he was probably also thinking about it. Each step, Ehineni, each step, walking out his faith and wondering what was going to happen. And in this trial, and I'm specific, it's a trial, not a temptation, it's a trial. And usually trials purify us and strengthen us. And in this trial, it seems like Abraham is being taught to be more attentive, to be more dependent, and to be more rooted in his covenant relationship with God. But before that, I want to give you a just in three minutes a brief background of what was going on here, lest you think that God is a mean God who just asked people to kill their children. In Genesis 12, God asked Abraham to go. There had been a mandate to move, and yet Abraham's dad settled in Haran. They, they failed to obey what the Lord had asked, and Abraham said a big yes to leave his culture, to leave his identity, to leave his people, and to say this yes that set him on a trajectory of obeying God and going. Along that promise was a promise to have a son. And interestingly, Abraham faltered. Abraham was not probably wholeheartedly saying yes along the way. He wanted to help God. His yeses were somehow, you know, half-hearted. And perhaps if we are talking test language, his paper was probably returned a few times. He had some detours. And if you would, you can read between Genesis 12 and 21, he had some detours. Um, He lied about a few things. And yet we come to this place that after these detours, I wonder what happened in this journey. Abraham had a history with God. He had covenant with God. In Genesis 15 and 17, we see God cuts covenant. And there was a whole ceremony where usually when you cut covenant, it takes both parties to walk through the pieces that they had cut in two. But it was only God because God wanted to say, I am the one who is proving faithful to you. I am the one making this covenant with you that I will never leave you or forsake you. So why did Abraham say this full yes this time? Why was Hineni so important to him? We see Abraham's willingness and confidence just weave throughout this whole story of Genesis 22. Some of the signs of Hineni, I call it the signs of Hineni, not just with his words, but with his action. That next morning, it says, so Abraham got up early in the morning. If someone told you to kill your son, you will not wake up early the next morning. I promise you. 
You might delay it. You might procrastinate. But no, it says he immediately got up in the morning and went out to the place God told him. He set out and went to the specific place he was listening to God. And my favorite part of this passage was he tells the servants, we will go and we will return. I don't know if that's not faith to you. He is so sure. He says, we will go up and we will return. And he also says, God will provide when Isaac asks him. So there's a surety he has. And that's why I like Hebrews 11. It says, Abraham believed that even if he had to go through with the process, God was able to resurrect his son. His hineni was obedience. Was God worth trusting? I believe so, because from the very beginning, God made a promise and a covenant to him. This covenant was unconditional. He said, I am your shield and your very great reward. He promised provision. He promised protection to Abraham. And in this story, scholars will even tell you that it was a prophetic enactment. This whole story was a prophetic enactment of what was to come. That this story sets the stage for a greater story of what Jesus was going to do. That Jesus was going to be the example of a greater yes. So imagine with me, you even see the clues. Take your son, your only son, whom you love. Sound familiar? He put the wood on Isaac's shoulder and Isaac had to walk that whole journey up the mountain until he lay on the wood. Sound familiar? Someone carried a cross and was nailed to the cross. Galatians 3.8 said, God announced the gospel in advance to Abraham. So this, this is not me making up stuff. The scripture says that. And he says, God announced the gospel to Abraham so that those who rely on faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So in a sense, we, we see God's enactment also as a God yes. Right in the nick of time. And I wonder, it's like if you could put some good music to it, it would have been perfect. He is just about to go through the process and God says, Abraham, Abraham, I bet you this last Hineni was really loud. God, here I am. What do you want to say? And he says, there's the lamb. There's the ram. The lamb of God. The lamb of God. And it says, behold. Behold. He looked up and behold. And that same word, behold, Hine. It's almost like not just... Abraham saying, here I am. God says, here I am. Behold me. Behold me. So we don't always also say yes. God also says yes to us. God is right there saying, behold me. I am here for you. Because as we behold God, we are tuned to him. God's covenant to Abraham was to protect and to provide. And Abraham's job was to trust and obey. That is faith. That is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The other spiritual examples in scripture, Abraham said yes. Moses said hineni. Samuel said hineni. Isaiah said yes. And even just from Christmas, Mary said yes. 
And for each of these people, the call is different. The call was to give for Abraham, to go for Moses, to serve um, for Samuel and Isaiah to speak. God has a yes for everybody that hopefully we receive and we respond to. I want to tell you my yeses. I've said quite a few yeses, but some of my hinanis are remarkable, especially in this season of transition. I've been reflecting a lot of my journey. I came here as an international student, um, just wanting to come steady, finish work, have a good living, a good income, go back with lots of experience. And yet God led me to a different kind of hospitality. That was my degree. I got both degrees in hospitality management. And God led me to a different kind of hospitality. I thought I was going to be a general manager in a hotel somewhere. And I did. I was an assistant general manager. But then the Lord turned that trajectory for me. And he asked me to say a yes. And I fought that yes. Because I thought, God, you brought me to America to make a living and not to become a missionary. And I asked my mother for just her blessing, and I thought she would say no. She was in the military, so she says it as it is. So I thought she would say no, but she said yes. And I was shocked. And many friends asked me, what did your mother say? I said, she said yes. They were like, oh, then that's God for real. (laughs) But then when she said yes, I had to face my own pride. Because I realized I didn't want to. And um, Paul's example was a good one to me where he says, as for being this and being that, I have done that by counted all rubbish for the sake. My Bible was the UK version. So it says, I counted all rubbish for the sake of knowing God. And so that hineni for me was to say yes to God at the expense of what people will say, at the expense of what friends thought. Uh, maybe they'll ask me all the time, have you got a real job yet? <laughs> Serving God was a real job for me. And that yes has led me to countless miracles. Was it easy? No. You can come ask me. I'll tell you uh, many miraculous stories of God's care and provision. I can tell you stories of God's faithfulness over this past 26 years. And I stand witness to God's glory as I've lived a displaced life serving the King of Kings. I've been blessed to also be a midwife for many people's yeses. A lot of young adults' yeses. And I don't think I've ever seen God fail anybody. I can say that with surety. When they give their yes to God, they see his faithfulness. So how do we trust God with our yes? As we see this amazing story or crazy story of Abraham, how do we also trust God with our yes? Each day we are plagued with a lot of decisions for two people, to your workplace, to others, But God's yes, how are you trusting him with that? A few points just from what we see and experience. Know God. If you've heard me preach, you always hear me talk about knowing God. Know God to learn his voice so that you can say yes. Be familiar with his voice. Because the question I hear is how would I even hear God to even say yes to him? 
know God. His word is alive. His word speaks even today. Know that your yeses can sometimes feel costly, but it's worth it because God's character is worth trusting. Know that God is able. He's available. He's reliable. He's relatable. If you haven't got it, I'm trying to sell you on God because he is worth it. And he is faithful. Hallelujah. I'm trying not to move. I'm, I'm stuck within the bounds of this square. So, But that would just get me going because I could sing the faithfulness of God each day. Know that trusting is a choice. It is obedience. It is surrender. It is hineni. It is saying yes. When God tells you to, to do something, do it. Not when someone tells you. Maybe God can use people too. But when God tells you to do something, do it. Of course, apply the process of discernment. But can God use you? Yes. Maybe you've been considering leaving that job so that you can say yes to legacy. Maybe you're considering spending more time with your family, but it's so difficult because you don't know the cost. Maybe you're checking out Jesus and you're trying to be sure that everything will be okay before you say yes. God is faithful. I can't promise you it will be easy, but he's worth your yes. Abraham's yes made him step into God's promises for his life. I feel like Abraham's yes is why we are even here. Right? God's Abraham's yes is because we are here. That's what the word says. If you look further in in chapter 22, it says he will bless the nations that all nations will know God. We are here because of Abraham's yes. Who's depending on your yes? What legacy would you bring with your yes? MLK. We're celebrating MLK a lot um, tomorrow. And I hope ongoing. And his last speech, every time everybody talks about his I have a dream speech. But this was his last speech, the day before he died. Um, it was his last sermon. And uh, I've been to the mountaintop. And this was the last line. This is how he just ended. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead, but it doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop and I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place, but I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. Anybody else? I just want to do God's will. I just want to say yes. I just want to say he, nay, me. So are you willing to say to God, he, nay, me this year, this day? I believe each of us are standing on the threshold of transformation. I use the word trusting because it's an ongoing journey of yeses. Even as I leave, The Lord is leading me to some new things of ministry. And I've had to say, Lord, here I am. I don't know the full picture yet, but I will follow. The year the Lord led me to decide to move back home. I have a word for a year. Um, I've been doing that for over 16 years. And, um, sorry, I had this uh, timer. (laughs) 
Um, the Lord had led me to do a word for a year for a long time. It's been a long time now because I stopped doing big goals because I was always tripping on that. And that year, my word was Hineni. I had no idea what the Hineni would lead me to. It's led me to a move of saying goodbye to 26 years of memories. People ask me, are you nervous? Are you anxious? I'm going back to, if you thought inflation was big here, it's extra, extra where I'm going back to. People say, are you sure? You should not come back home. This is not a good time. But I'm still saying Hineni because God is worth it to me. And I know God is faithful. So we continue to hope. We continue to believe And I pray, St. Andrews, you will continue to say yes. So let's pray. Take a moment to ask God, what do you want me to say yes to? Maybe some of you know already. Some of you are still figuring it out. But perhaps if this resonated with you, just whisper a yes to the Lord or hineni to the Lord this morning. As a way of saying, Lord, I don't know the full picture, but I trust you. I have this song on my heart as I was preparing this morning. If you know it, join me. If you know it, If you don't know it, it'll be easy to get. And let this be our closing prayer together. And I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. And I'll say yes, Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me. With my whole heart, I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Sing it with me. And I'll say yes, Lord, yes. To your will and to your way. And I'll say yes, Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me. With my whole heart I'll agree. And my answer will be yes. Lord, yes, when your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree, and my answer will be yes, Lord, yes.